Sunday Pour here on a Thursday night, recording during an NFC South clash, I guess you want to call it. Marcus Mariota, uh, maybe hand the ball off some more. His last two passes have been disgusting. A little pass interference there, automatic first down. I'm just rooting for a game over here. That's all. Al Michaels would probably be any, rather be anywhere but Charlotte right now. Kirk, Kirk Herbstreit just realized uh, the NFL even has a team in North Carolina. And, uh, well, this show originally wasn't supposed to take place because I was supposed to be in Florida. This would have been a great one to skip because I think I'm more locked into Heat Hornets here, bonus coverage on NBA TV. Uh, but Tropical Storm Nicole got in the way, and it turned out to be kind of a dud, a little bit of fear-mongering by the uh, Weather Channel, I guess. Unless you're the quarterback for the uh, Atlanta Falcons, it's real. I mean, it's, it's just they're they're playing in. I mean, it's it's not a monsoon or anything, but yeah. Nicole took a left turn, ended up in Charlotte, I guess. <laughs> well, it is not. It's not quite a hurricane, but the uh, there was bad weather coming up. They spoken about bad weather all day leading up to this, but uh, yeah, it's ugly. It's an ugly one, and I, I, I haven't watched much of this game, but I feel like every time I put on, except for this time that it's on, it's been Atlanta with the ball deep in their own territory. Just, I don't know. I don't know if that was just the first half or what, but it's been an ugly one. Yeah, I mean the Panthers are so bad that the Falcons are going to make a game of this at some point, mm-hmm. and the game's going to be there for the taking for the Falcons. Whether they yeah. take it or not, I have no idea. But the Panthers are going to make sure that this is not a runaway. Well, I don't think the Panthers have it in them to run away anyway. No, no. <laughs> hey, did I, you? I, I doubt it. Did you see this? Oh, they're opening. Are, I don't know if they're reopening or it's always been open, but apparently there, there's like, uh, I guess it's heating up. The John Benet Ramsey case is heating up. Oh, okay. I know a little bit about this. That it's. Like, I, I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're talking about. I know about the I, case. I mean, there, there's not really a lot going on um, as far as like news goes, but apparently, they're like they're. I don't know if they're close to cracking it or if, but it, it's it's. It's like in the news again. Like something might be happening with it. Might be stirring up. Any any leads? Any any new suspects? Old suspects? I know the son was a little bit of a weirdo creep. Suspects. Uh, I mean, the parents are suspects. There was like an old photographer who was also a pedophile, mm-hmm. um, was a suspect. Uh, the brother, of course, as you mentioned. There's also, of course, the the rumor that she is Katy Perry. Um, oh, never heard that one. That's a good one. You didn't know that? Yeah, no. There's a rumor that she that it was all like Fugazi, and she grew up to be Katy Perry. Is that a QAnon? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know if that originated through there or just regular internet. Um, message boarding, but uh, she's she banging JFK Jr. on the side. May may is very possible, yeah. Um, <laughs> and like there's like there's like the ransom note that the mother wrote apparently. Uh, right, the, the ransom note was very suspicious. Yeah. So um, yeah, I don't know what is going on with it exactly, but uh, so okay, the police investigation cleared both parents in two thousand and eight. DNA uh, from a third party was found on the daughter's pajama pants, which is disturbing. Yes. Um, 
the mother died, right? Is that right? One of the one of the parents died of of uh, terminal illness, like cancer, if I had mm-hmm. to guess. I don't know if they both died. I want to say the mother was the one that passed, and the father was still alive. Uh By the yeah, way, the they, father's name was John Benet. Very strange that they named the daughter the same thing. It's bizarre. That well, was they, the first, first, you know, red flag. The whole pageantry thing is very weird too. Doesn't that seem like all that whole world? Like I've never been anywhere near it, but outside looking in, just see like you talk about grooming. That world yeah. just seems like grooming. Is that where the photographer came from? I think so. Yeah, I think he was one of those guys. Yeah. Can't imagine a pedophile getting to that line of work. Jesus Christ! I mean, it's yeah, like, I mean, it's fish in a barrel, man. It's like perfect yeah, for invi- those guys. Inviting them in there, man, it's crazy. Like, it's the wrong. And if ever gets into it, they doll them up, they put the makeup on. It's fucking weird. Do they still do those? I have no idea. I have no idea. It's not really a northeastern thing either, right? I mean, it's all like middle of the country, southern thing. Oh, I was gonna say out west. Out west, out I don't west. know. Yeah. Well, they were from Colorado, I think. Okay. Yeah. Still That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Midwest. Boulder. I want to say Boulder. Boulder. Yeah. It's from the Boulder Police Department. Again, there's not really anything in this release from the Boulder Police Department. It says, as we approach the 26th anniversary of John Bonnet Ramsey's homicide, the Boulder Police Department and Boulder County DA's office want to provide another update about the ongoing homicide investigation. Then it just goes on to say, we've investigated. X amount of leads, tips, emails, traveled to 19 states, spoke with more than a thousand people, which, I mean, a thousand people. There's four people who know what happened here. Tops, six people. Tops, yeah. So, I mean, a thousand people. I'm not, I don't think, I think you're doing a bad job. You got to narrow it down. A thousand people is too many people. You talk, you talk to 960 too many people. Now they say they have new leads, but I don't know if they're they actually pro- they promising. Any- like, I don't see anything coming out of this. I feel like this is just hot air. 26 years. I don't know what they could do. When you always hear about these cold cases being solved, I don't know if it's just a TV show or I mean, I'm maybe, thinking of or <laughs> maybe there's a confession involved. I don't know. Mm. I have no idea. Maybe. I don't know. It's 20, 26 years. You don't know by now. I feel like. What was the son's name? Is it like Brent? I don't know. I don't know. It's a guilty name. <laughs> Brent. It's not. That's not a real name. First of all. Mm. You're like in between names. It's Brett or Brendan. Brent is just like a sound effects. <laughs> like you stubbed your toe on the way to saying a name. Yes. Hey, Brett, damn it. <laughs> fucking. You had a put, fucking stroke halfway through writing the name. Put that fucking thing there in the. Uh, uh, yeah, our half brothers, John Andrew Ramsey. Oh, double Jim. Oh, no, 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 no. He was 23 at the time. Oh, the, the father was married previously, I guess. Uh, I haven't seen the brother's name. I, I want to say it's Brent, though. It's something. Something very creepy. Something, <laughs> and he's it, he said he's got issues now. I'm oh, sure. Burke! Oh, that's even worse. 
Burke. Is, you yeah, undersold. Burke's guiltier than Brent. Yeah, for sure. And you undersold it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, it's all just such a weird. In the in the house on the day after Christmas. Was it Christmas know. morning? Or was it the actual Christmas night into the 26th? I think it was into the 26th. I think they were, I think she was found on the 26th. And they found her in the basement, right? Yeah. And there was uh there was something about a window that may have been open, and there was something like a milk crate under the window where someone may have been able to prop themselves in or out. Yeah, okay. All right. These are details I don't remember, but all right. Yeah. I got the I got the gist of it, the basics, and I remember the suicide or suicide, the ransom note was very suspicious. Yeah, uh, there, was, I mean, there was a toy involved that maybe the brother may have hit her with, mm, may not have right. hit her with. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's a few things I'm missing. Well, I mean, you might have more than the Boulder cops. <laughs> I really should interview me. <laughs> wasn't there a was there a Santa Claus involved or something or, or is that the photographer I'm thinking of Maybe there was some creepy dude yeah oh that Santa, think... Santa Claus mall uh, mall Santa oh that's weird I mean you're you're at, I'm, whatever I I think just you you're putting her into that world you're asking for a lot of creeps to be you're not asking for a murder obviously but you're asking to be involved with a lot of creeps yes. Yes, I mean that's just if you see like the pictures of of the the little girl, it's like all the yeah very very no i'm I'm saying some of the pictures of her like she's a little too like dressed up, yeah, like they they doll her up like like you would like a supermodel or something it's very it's yeah. gross, yeah, well, not even like like a toy like a toy doll. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's six years old. She belongs behind cellophane. It's yeah. yeah, it's very weird and very uncomfortable, and just I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. Yeah, the mother's the one who died two thousand six. Yeah, he's the guy still around. Well, oh yeah, he's, yeah, he's that's fine. a big a big. I don't know if he's fine, but that's a big yeah, big nothing. Unfortunately, just no. It's so weird that they would even come out and say it. Why would you come out and say it something if you had no actual information for it? Just saying that we're still on it. We're still checking it out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I have no idea. You what do nothing, you have to gain? You got nothing better to check out right now? It was like the other it's like the other night while I was in we were we were in Brooklyn, right? And that it was uh my father-in-law's birthday, and we were leaving. So I bring the car, I double park, start bringing the kids down. Kids are sleeping and stuff, middle of the night. Start bringing the kids down, pack up the car. And, like, I come outside, and there's a cop behind my – excuse me, there's a cop parked behind my car, lights on. What the fuck is this? Like, a bunch of cars had – or, like, maybe three or four cars had gone by me already on their own. Yeah. So I'm like, what's the problem? Like you're blocking the road. I'm like, actually, I want to be like, no, dickhead, you're blocking the fucking road. Three cars just went by. You're now you're in people's way. I'm like thinking, like, we're in Brooklyn, man. 
you got a million other things you'd be doing right now besides busting my balls for being double parked. Like, this is what you're doing on a fucking Saturday night in, in New York? Seriously? It was avo- he was avoiding that, all that shit. I guess, yeah. It's like, let me go. Let me go <laughs> see someone who's double parking somebody. <laughs> yeah, That's right. what I'd be doing. <laughs> well, like, yeah, this is like Boulder, Boulder cops, like 26 years to figure this out. They're like, you know what? Let's set out a tweet and just put, uh, put some fish food in the bowl for these people. We have our top men on it. Yeah, I'm sure they they're, they're real close. It's like an Aaron Boone press conference. We're real close. <laughs> Why? Why? How do you gotta bring that up? <laughs> Blame the Boulder police. <laughs> Fucking Fuck guys, 26 years. We're in uh we're in that part of the baseball offseason that just goes forgotten. By, by the way, real real quick. Yeah. I'm just looking at the heat, uh the heat court right now mm-hmm. ftx arena is that is that like the crypto that just folded or something oh is it what really? they... i was reading something about crypto's dead or crypto this guy some people lost billions yeah yeah i'm too stupid to understand crypto so what like is it dead is it officially dead i don't know the only headline that i i didn't read i've not read any articles about it so this is all just this is the headline grab the only headline grab that i read was that Tom Brady lost a ton of money and Larry David made a ton of money. <laughs> so, Well, Larry I, David did the Super Bowl commercial. Remember when he was, you know, yeah. uh, poo-pooing, oh, that's never going to work. Yeah. And it was all stuff from the past that ended up being great ideas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this, then, you know, you know, 2022, flash forward, crypto, and he's like, ah, that's stupid. So maybe he got one right. He might have, yeah. yeah he, maybe he just checked out in time. Yeah, it never really made much sense to me. But I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm batting a thousand either. So I really feel like that's all big Ponzi scheme. I really think it, I, I feel all like all of it was a Ponzi scheme. Everything with like GameStop and shit, like that was all. It was just it was just pump and dump, basically. It was there people doing the shit you saw on Sopranos, but like they use the internet. They got a bunch of people to invest in these fucking weird stocks. And then they all got, and they all, a bunch of people got out, made a ton of money, and a bunch of people did not, and lost, you know, varying degrees of their life savings. Could have been, you know, hundred bucks, or it could have been uh, thousands of bucks. So the only way you made money on crypto is if you got in and out. I have no, I have no idea. That's see, when I when I talk like that, that's what I was just talking about was more like the GameStop stuff. Yeah, but I feel like this crypto is the same thing, and I thought crypto had. I thought crypto had like bigger aspirations. Like the- uh, that's what it sounded like, yeah. But like crypto wanted to be a worldwide currency, but then you have all these places doing it. How could you be worldwide currency if there's like if a hundred places are making it? it? Doesn't make any sense. To- that made no sense to me. Right. There was all kinds of different cryptos. There was Bitcoin, and then there was fifty other ones. Right. Shouldn't just be one crypto? Yeah. There's only one. <laughs> There's only one United States currency. Like there's only one mint. So just to I, me, to me, it just seemed too good to be true. Like from the get go, and maybe I, maybe I'm way off. Maybe. The market got saturated. Too much crypto. Yeah, ate itself. Sounds about right. Yeah, usually how shit goes. Destroys itself from the inside out. All right. So I guess I dodged a bullet. I didn't oh, invest my my millions in uh, Bitcoin. No, I haven't touched it. <laughs> 
Stick to stick to stocks and bonds, old money. Um. Oh yeah, I was gonna say this is the time of the baseball offseason where all these moves happen that you just totally forget about. Like there'll be a flurry of moves the next like no big moves, but a flurry flurry of moves of names you know that are moving that like you'll hear today or tomorrow, whatever, and come I don't know, some June when that team comes through the Bronx, you're like, Holy shit, this guy's on this team. Because G Man Choi just got traded to the Pirates. I did not hear that. Which I just, it's just great that he's gone. Because I mean, he's, he killed the Yanks. Um, I don't think he killed so, the Yanks last year, but historically he's killed the Yanks. Killed Cole. He was a big Cole killer. Yeah, yes. Um, but like, there's no way we're going to, maybe, maybe this one will remember because we brought it up here. But otherwise, there's like no way you'd remember that. I haven't even seen any moves. Is that I know Edwin did Edwin officially sign back with the Mets for over a hundred mil? Is that um it was rumored a done deal? It was rumored. It, I think at first it was reported like done deal, but I think it's more uh speculation now at this point. Okay. Uh, let's see. It's a lot of money for a closer. Oh no! It says officially re-sign Edwin Diaz one day ago. Yeah, here you go, uh, November tenth. Yeah, five year, hundred two million for Edwin. Timmy Trump it, not included. <clears throat> and the team option for the sixth year, which will probably get declined. Yes, that would be my guess. I mean, he's uh, had. If they pick up that option. That means he's had a hell of a. By the way, we've been recording for like 20 minutes. There's been two missed extra points. <laughs> two touchdowns, though. Two touchdowns. It's raining. Yeah. It's raining. <laughs> uh, have you heard of this guy, uh, Oz the Mentalist? No. A lot of videos floating around on Twitter. I was just watching a few of them. So I guess he's a uh, mentalist. That's basically a psychic. But you know you're it's you're really an illusionist. I wouldn't want to be in the same room as this guy. I just pulled him up in the first three pictures up there, terrifying. Skinny little white guy, right? Big bulging eyes coming out of his face. His face, something wrong with his face. I don't know what it is. I don't. I just don't trust his eyes. I don't trust his smile. I think you got to be like that if you're a mentalist, though. I'm not gonna think of a few other words for it, but mentalist is not one of them. I just picture him with Clinton. Yeah, he looks he looks like a guy who's trying to make me be a Scientologist. Hmm. Could be. Okay. Could be on that level. All right. All right. All right. Sorry. I just given you my uh No, uh, I mean I don't really have much to elaborate on it. He uh I think he was at he was at Barstool headquarters today or yesterday, and he went on a couple of those shows, pulled some tricks. Okay. He went to uh he went to uh, Seattle's practice facility, the Seahawks. Okay. Pulled some tricks on them. He unlocked DK Metcalf's phone. Okay. <laughs> Pulled a trick on, like, Lamar Jackson. Okay. It's like one of those things, like, all right, what? think of a number or think of this. And then he ends up having it, like, written down on a piece of paper. So he's a magician. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice – I feel like mentalist – I mean – uh. Magician has kind of a hacky connotation to it. Oh, oh, so sorry, so sorry, Mister Oz. 
<laughs> you never you don't hear magician you don't hear magician anymore it's illusionist it's uh it's mentalist a little bit psych psychic is psychic is very cheesy i hate the word psychic because they're not this guy's pulling tricks yeah he's tricking you he's just you know he's very good at it he's he's you know um performing an illusion into you thinking that he's a mind reader you don't like you don't like psychics or you don't like the term psychics because i mean no one's a psychic i I could see somebody having a little bit of that esp but you know no one's a psychic you're not going to come and read my mind this guy is obviously it's he's got it down to a science i gotta get i gotta get you this i I gotta get you to see a psychic and see if we can make a believer out of you I mean, it's a waste of time, psychic. I know. You go, there's I, psychics all over the place. There's I, one like on Main Street. I know. We gotta, we gotta get you into one. Have you, have you ever seen one? Um, no, I've had experiences, but I've never been to one myself. You've had. Ex- what do you mean by experiences? Well, there was uh, uh, there, there's like this whole thing where, let's see, there's well. There's two, there's two things. (laughs) One, um, my friend went to one and he was like blown away by the experience and he was just as cynical as you were. Mm -hmm. And he came, he came away. He was like shook. Like he called, he called me up. He's like, you gotta, cause I was involved in like what the psychic saw or felt or whatever. Yeah. He he called me up right when he was done. He's like, you got, I gotta see it. And he had, yeah, he told me what was going on. It's not that great of a story. It's not that great of a story to tell. Like on this, it's a good story, but I, I don't want to. It's a long story. I don't want to tell it here. Okay. But long story short, like the psychic called something that happened to us, like weeks prior, um, basically saying that his grandfather, who had just died, saved us from a bad situation, and she, she like we were we were like on a road trip together, and we had a we had past this accident and she had said without being prompted that we knew about this accident said that we were supposed to be in that accident but his grandfather like stopped us from going any further so we we had to pull over to get gas whatever it was but and she like called it off so he so and he came back and he i'm telling you he was shook and he was the guy if you knew yeah you never met this friend of mine but if you knew him when i knew him like you would know this is not his cup of tea at all he was yeah. like, he was like dragged there off a friend of his or if a girl made him go whatever but like it blew him away. The other one was I went into one one night like drunk with a couple other buddies and she had cash right on like her bookshelf or something. Yeah. And one of my pe- a friend a friend of mine a piece of shit friend of mine that you know took a hundo like right off of it. Ah. Uh. Days later, we saw her like roaming our neighborhood, and she came right to our door, and like rang the bell. And I was like, I just hit. I was like, I'm not entering that fucking door. I know what she, I know what she's here for. That freaked me out. The psych, the psychic. That that was fucking. She she actually might have. Somebody might have gone to the door. I don't remember. That fucking freaked me out, man. Yeah. And she. So how far away was she from where you were living? Um, I mean, walking distance. Because we walked there, like we stopped there from the on the way home from the bar, and then went home after that. And did you give her any information when you were there that may have been able to make it easier for her to find you? No, we were no. 
Okay. She found you, know. though. And she may have gotten that hundo back. I don't think... No, she didn't. But I don't know how she knew... Finest. Did she demand it back at the door? I'm try- I don't... You know, I, there's a chance I might have opened the door, but I don't really remember. Um, If I opened the door, I think I just told her I know... I don't know. I, there's, no, there's probably no way I talked to her. I don't think I talked to her. If she was a real psychic, she would have called him out right in real time, though. Yeah, Powers took a little bit of a hit there. She doesn't have eyes in the back of her head. She has, has eyes like, <laughs> roaming, I don't know, some other dimension. Can psychics tell the future? Because I would just go in there with like this, the lines for Sunday and be like, give me some winners. I don't care about my dead relatives. I mean, unless they give me the winners, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they if they have a few winners, great. But anybody, somebody's that, grandfather has got them, right? You know what? That's really, I mean, that's really a good question. That's really worth exploring. <laughs> I feel like your fee right now, like you want to, you know, your hourly rate is dependent on these winners. You can make. an hour, or you can make like a hundred an hour right now based on these three games. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I want to see. We gotta get you in the C psychic, and then we gotta see what there's what their situation is with picking winners. That's the that would make me a believer. Let me see you go sixty percent. I'm not even asking you to go a hundred. I'm not gonna that's crazy. Let me see you go (laughs) sixty. She pulls out your darkest, deepest secrets without any prompt, but then, and you're not and you're unmoved. But then she pick, but she she has you hit on a three team parlay on Sunday, and you're, right, you're in. Right, she could pull out some like memory from fifth grade, but if she goes one and three and picks, then useless. I don't know why it's always a woman in my mind, but it is. Yeah, is it a woman that you both times? I. I think that the, my friends was and the, the one that tracked down my friend, my other friend, the thief. Um, that was a woman, yeah. Maybe oh, psychic yeah. woman, mentalist is man. That could be it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not letting a man read my palms. I'm sorry. Yeah. Get your mitts off my palms. Like psychic, I picture a woman, long hair with the crystal ball. Yeah, Pee Wee is Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, exactly. The Alamo. Exactly. Uh, I watched the new Scream. How was that? Have you have you seen every Scream? No. How how was that? Skipped ahead. It was all right. It was a uh, reboot slash sequel. The new stars are nice, right? Uh, a couple of them, yep. yeah. A couple of them are very nice. Uh, they brought back uh, Nev Campbell. They brought back Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox is all me- her face is all messed up now, right? Yeah, a lot of work. I I don't know if it's just her face has been messed up for so long that when I saw her, I was like, oh, you know, not bad. I mean, she's in her fifties. What are you gonna do? You know? No, that's not. I think age, it's, I think her face. I think her yeah, her face has just been. She butchered it a long time ago. Oh, jeez. <laughs> she did. It's been, I mean, you know when she may have been at her hottest? Longest yard with Sandler, 2005. This is when she was just coming off Friends, and she got the 
enhancement, let's say. Uh, okay. And it was yeah. before she really touched her face, and she had, she you know she was no um, longer Monica Geller anymore. She was full blown Courtney Cox in that movie. I think Scream One was peak. Wow. So that's ninety nine. That Scream One was, I mean, phenomenal. Had she already had work done in at that point? I don't know. I don't like all the well. I don't mind some of the work, but yeah. But for her, I don't know. For her, I it worked at first. Yeah, but once you start messing with your face, you're asking for trouble. No, no, the face is the face is yeah, the face is no good. Yeah, I don't like it for any. I don't like it for anybody, but like I think this woman, like this is just age. Please, age, stop pumping that shit. I don't know what it is. Oh, you see, like Simon Cowell has got his work done. He looks so fucking weird. What's he got? Like a lot of, a ton of Botox and all that. I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what these people do. It just like don't touch. Just don't touch my face. Look, Google Simon Cowell, man. Tell me, he doesn't look fucking weird. Let's see, Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell, twenty twenty two. Yeah, it's uh, classic surgery stuff. I just can't deal with. Oh yeah. Page six. Simon Cowell is done with Botox and fillers in his face. Yeah, he looks like he got stung by a bee. <laughs> oh, yeah, and there's a picture of him here with the very white teeth, the chiclet teeth. Yeah. That looks very oh. strange. Yeah, I don't know. I've always wondered how it, it always starts with one thing. It's like if you're um you know, you do something if, if you're into like cars, right? And you want to do one thing to you're not just going to do one thing to your car, you're going to do like 20 things to your car and soup it up. Mm-hmm. I think that's what people start off with. They're like, all right, I'll just get a little fillers under the eyes, right? Or maybe yeah. I'll just get some like lip injections, right? I want if you're a woman, I want to have full lips. And then you just start tinkering, you start dinking and dunking like Mariota over here. And before you know <laughs> it, it's just it's a disaster. You're, I seven, you're seven of 28 for uh, for 91 yards. Right, you have the Josh Rosen stat line. That becomes your face, Josh Rosen. Stat line. <laughs> Josh and it's Fro- just Josh Frozen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just I wonder what if when they look in the mirror, do they realize they they butchered it, or do they think they're killing it? Like these Real Housewives, oh, these man. women have like so much potential. You know, they got the bodies, and you know, obviously they get older and whatnot, and you know, father time and all that. When they do these things to their face, like do they look in the mirror and think like, "Oh yeah, I look 22"? Nah. Like, you'd be better. You'd be better off just looking 52 instead of. And this is a Bill Burr joke, but an age that doesn't even exist. <laughs> but more like a reptile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like it all, man. Just leave it alone. It's fucking age gracefully. Yeah, there, there's there's a every hair in the air. There's. You know uh, what's her face on Modern Family, the blonde, she's yeah. in Happy Gilmore, Julie yeah. Bowen. Yeah, she had work done. Whatever she had done worked for. It may have just been like a nose job. Uh, I haven't seen it recently. She could have gotten crazy with it too. It may have just been a nose job, but like she looks good. That's somebody who probably had a little bit done. Like you don't think Brad Pitt has had a little bit? He's got to have something done, but he probably goes to the top guy who knows what he's doing. 
I don't know. Yeah, you can't tell on those on those guys. Brad Pitt. Yeah, tell. he goes to the the best guy like fifty grand a visit, you know, and he gets some. Um, he's like, all right, Brad, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna get too nuts, but I'll get you a little hair, you know, touch up there, and you'll be good to go. Because Brad, you see Brad Pitt. Guy's crow's, sixty years old. He's crow's blowing. feet, yeah, crow's feet and shit like that. Yeah, bags, bags in the eyes. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I guess. I don't know. It's just for me. It's like the the I guess the top guys they know what they're doing, but the risk seems to way outweigh the rewards. Oh, with the face, yeah. It's, they have not figured out the face. They figured out the hair transplant. Everyone's got luscious locks now in Hollywood. The face, they haven't really made much progress on. <laughs> they haven't made any progress. It's just bad. Hey, Mickey Rourke, man, he got like this. I mean, well, he was he was at least a boxer. Like he probably had to have a few surgeries. Yeah, but I mean, but Mike Tyson was a boxer. He didn't look like that. Well, Mike Tyson was a good boxer. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was in a palooka. Yeah, yeah he didn't get hit as much. <laughs> <laughs> a good point. Uh, uh, yeah, just, some people go a little overboard. I would imagine. Well, I guess uh, who knows? Maybe they have the same kind of like the Brad Pitt guys. But I imagine the Kardashians are going to have like a downfall at some point where they're just going to all melt. Yeah, I mean Kim still looks pretty good. Like she's well. Well, what about Chloe? I mean, her face is just. It hasn't gone the route of oh my god, what the fuck is that? But she looks like a completely different person than she did. 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, 10, 15 weeks ago. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. All, yeah. Her 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 look is, I, yeah. Talk about like treating yourself like a doll. Like that's what they do. It's just like hey, you know what? I want to be this person for a couple of years. How do we deal with it? Make me yeah. Make me beautiful. Well, tell me what you don't like about yourself. Oh yeah, <laughs> Mac McNamara Troy. There you go to. <laughs> Yeah, at at some point, I think, uh, I think at at some point, I think just nature wins, and and it's just we can't make you look twenty five anymore. It's father time, father time is undefeated. But if they come in there with a blank check for you, it's like, oh yeah, I can make you look twenty five. Sure, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> just keep cashing those checks. So like, look, like look though, you can see me. Like if I start pulling stuff back, it just it just it looks like. Don't tell me this looks better than what I looked like before. Does <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like it no, starts with a little something, you know, starts with a little wrinkles in the forehead, a little Botox up there, and then it just but even at 22, your face isn't that tight. Your well, I think that... well, I think that's why it's it's mostly like people in the public eye who grew up on TV who had who like very good looking, and they just they they try and like they can't live up to that standard. They just, the way, they just fall off a cliff. That makes it even worse, though. The fact that you've been the public guy, we've seen you since you were 17 years old. Here you are at like 40, and all of a sudden you've changed completely. Like, we're, we know we're seeing something unnatural here. We know it's not normal what you're looking like. It's even worse because mm. we have pictures of you from the last 30 years. It was side by right. side. Right. I mean, you could, anybody who's had surgery, you could just Google them, and there's some sort of side by side that someone's yeah. going to pull up and show yeah. you. Oh, so he's, yeah, yeah, somebody's going John Madden on these pictures. X's oh. around every oh, yeah. little bit. Annexation of Puerto Rico over your <laughs> face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. If you got that type of money, just spend it on a personal trainer, nutritionist, 
Yeah. El natural. That's the best way to go. Eat, eat well, work out. That's it. Yeah, you have the advantages with that money, but the money's not going to buy you a, a, a new face. A good, uh, it'll buy you a new face. It's not going to buy you a good face. Ask Gilbert Gottfried about it. Gilbert. It's just not going to Well, he didn't have surgery, did he? No. He didn't. Oh. <laughs> That's right. He got by on raw talent. Yeah. Oh my God! Anyway, Oz, Doc, what, Mr. What's this guy's name? Mr. Oz. Oh, forgot what we were talking about. Man. A- uh, Oz Perlman. Oh, okay. Oz, the I think it's Oz the Mentalist on Twitter. Were you uh, were you blown were you blown away by his uh, act? Uh, I'm intrigued by it. I'm always trying to look for the angle. Like, how did he do that? And there was one trick he pulled in the in the. In the bar stool studios on the radio show they were doing, mm-hmm. where I think I saw a little, little slip of the hand, maybe. Oh, wow, okay. I don't know, but it's 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 a craft though. It's it's a way you're just you're quick, you know. You're able to pull pull shit off, uh, you know. It's it's if anyone could do it, then anyone could do it. There's only a few guys that can. So, uh, well, it's all about practice and keeping in it. Yeah, he was on America's Got Talent. Yeah, I'd heard about a guy. We got it like less than a minute now, so I'll come back. This is a little before we before we do our picks. I got to tell you, I'll tell you a quick story if I could piece it together after the break. All right, all right, all right. So what I was saying, I, I'm going to butcher the story because I don't have all the details. But basically, there was a kid who wanted to learn how to how to kind of cheat craps. So okay. he so he found a way. He spent like every day for like ten years, like from the time he was, like, I don't know, maybe not ten years, like five years. Sometimes like fifteen, just learning how to roll dice, just like rolling a certain way to, to to come up on whatever number he wanted to come up on. So I you know put them together and just like knew like the right way to flick them. And he just kept doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it, just so he knew exactly. Just had to just had the just had the whole. Uh, not system they had the whole form down so when he gets older he goes to he gets like to be of age he like goes to school to be not goes to school or he goes to the casino to be um uh to be like a, a security person there so he's working mm-hmm. with people in security so he knows like what the ins and outs of the casino are what they look for this and that then he like then he becomes a roulette dealer or not a roulette dealer, a craps dealer. So he's able they can kind of learn the system like from that side of things. Then takes and and all the while he's doing this like flicking dice, so he knows the deal, Fli- flicking them all the time. Every like every free moment he's got, that's what he's doing. He's practicing, trying to learn how to roll roll dice his way. Right, so it could come up to be the number he wants to come up every roll. Wow. Okay. Once he does that, he goes like all around the world. Once he gets like all this information, he has the roll down. He goes all around the world and just wins a ton of money. He just goes to every casino he can, winning like just enough so they won't get suspicious. Of course, yeah. Not, not, like not not overdoing it, and that that's like how he made his money. That's how like, he made his fortune. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like the, I don't know anything about this person. I don't have any like details how much he made. Wait, where did you? Who yeah. is this? Where did you? I don't even remember where I heard it. To be honest with you, this is something somewhere recent. It could have been on a podcast someplace. It could have been. I have oh, okay. no idea. I have no idea where I heard this. At first, I thought you were talking about a friend. No, no. 
<laughs> None of my friends are that cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's like the mentalist, man. Like you just have this, these things and you just, you just work on it day in and day out, day in and day out. Obs- so you gotta be obsessed. Obsessed and quick and yeah. And a little bit ballsy too, because if you fuck up, you look like an idiot. Especially you're doing a mentalist thing. You're trying to like make, you're trying to do something to make people's minds blown. Look at a fucking moron if you fuck it up. Right. You got you have to be precise. You have to be locked in and just be like, this is how I do it, and that's it. Yep. That's it. Um did you see that there's two counties in Oregon that wanna secede and be, become part of Idaho? <laughs> Are they attached to Idaho? Uh E, no. Why do they want to become Idaho? Um, are they con- like conservative? Are they yeah, conservative? Oregon are- is too liberal. Nailed it. Yes. <laughs> okay, so they want. Do they do they realize that it's already been decided? You're Oregon. I I don't know. You can secede from stuff, can't you? think so can you yeah why not make a try i don't know if, who says idaho is gonna have them i don't know so i could just be like hey i want where i live to be part of rhode island let's make it happen sure oh you could say you could definitely say it so they want to become they want to become part but then uh, oregon's gonna get more liberal you're gonna have no chance to flip the state red shouldn't you try and recruit mm-hmm. other counties to be more yeah. like you you would think so they don't have it in them though they just want to be part of something bigger <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah yeah all right so well all right some people want to be astronauts some people want to be idaho i don't know that's uh I mean, the election is it brings out the worst in people, or like the dumbest in people, not the worst. Sometimes the worst. Sometimes the worst. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything in the Constitution where we could make that happen? Has it been done before? Yeah, I'm sure, I don't know if anybody's become part of another state before, but I mean, doesn't Texas always talk about seceding from the Union? It hasn't like Texas threatened that. That's all of Texas, though. Like, think about what the map. It would the, the map would look like. It would look stupid until you realize the, the hole in the map was Texas. You'd be like, "Oh, that's not so bad." No, no, I'm talking about if these two counties became Idaho. I can't get off this. Oh, they're like the middle of Oregon, <laughs> right? <laughs> not even right, but it wouldn't be part of the map. It would just be like it'd be like how Alaska is part of the United States, even though it's not anywhere near us. I guess, but then would now would you have to? Well, let's say like Oregon is a state where weed is legal. So if oh, you pick man. up your weed and you drive through, good question, Idaho County or whatever, you're gonna get you're gonna get jammed up. That's a good yeah. If they're hard ons about it, yeah. It's like it's sure. on my commute to work. What do you want me to do? I, yeah, let's go through Wheeler County just to get. Get my mm. fucking weed and my to my job. Yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah, not ideal, I guess. If you're uh, trying to smoke up, 
Think about if you're like if you're running for governor of Idaho. I got to go campaign all the way out and No, you don't. If you're if you're not if you're a conservative, you know you got the votes of those two counties. <laughs> right. If you're a liberal, you're like there's no way I'm I'm flipping them, so Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to check we'll got to check the constitution. I mean, um, amendments have been made before in the constitution. Uh Inauguration day used to be March 4th. Oh, I didn't realize that. I didn't know that. You see March 4th. Why did they change it? I believe it was during FDR's presidency. They wanted there to be uh, less time in between transitions. They they wanted, uh, they didn't want the president to be as lame duck uh, they didn't want to be a, a lame duck president for as long as he as he was, and because it was election November, they didn't want four months of a lame duck president. So they moved it back. That what, is six much. weeks. Yeah, it is too much time. Yeah, way too much time. Yeah. Get through the holidays, and then you get a little yeah. after the holidays. Like January twentieth is it's more than enough time to get perfect. your shit. Pa- it's more than enough time to get your shit packed up and get the fuck out. Yeah. I don't know why it came exactly during FDR's presidency or who was behind it. Uh, I know Congress has got moved back too. Congress used to be March 3rd and now it's January 3rd. I don't know if I have that right. I'm just kind of pulling numbers out, but uh, I, I think uh, I think that's how it works. Uh, 20th Amendment, I think. 20th Amendment. It was... Uh, Contrary to what people think, you can make you could you could tinker with the constitution. Oh well, secede. Uh, Just not your face. The Civil War way was seceding. That was like part of it, right? Uh, oh, is that oh, okay? Here I got something about Mississippi seceding. Yeah, Mississippi. Virginia. Virginia was part of the South, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they chose the wrong side, Virginia. You were north enough. You could have been. You could have been part of the good guys. Despite secession talk, breaking up is hard to do. This is an article from 2017. <laughs> Texas secession novels reviewed, so I guess it's a long thing. War declared, states secede from the Union. Oh, this is from this year. Oh, no, this is going through. Okay, so following the election of President Lincoln, South Carolina seceded from the Union December 20th, 1860. Other states soon, other states would soon follow, and America would never be the same. Um Mississippi seceded, Florida seceded, Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, Texas. Civil War starts. And then Virginia, Arkansas, North Carolina, and Tennessee followed suit. And they become the, they, were, they were the Confederacy. Yeah. So there you go. And Ulysses S. Grant defeated all of them. Single-handedly. <laughs> 
You know who played him in the movie Lincoln? Yes. I probably may have dropped this fun fact on the show before. Was it Paul Giamatti? No, it was... <laughs> That's a, no, I don't know. I don't even know the actor's name. It was Lane Price from Mad Men. Oh, oh. British dude. Well, I guess they all were. They're all kind of sons of British, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess that's yeah, I guess it's true. But yeah, little uh Easter egg. They put USS Grant in there talking to Lincoln after a battle. A victory, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, one of those bunkers. I don't know. Bunker Hill, was that was that Civil War? I don't think so. I want <laughs> no. I want to say it was in Virginia, though the battle that took Hamburger place in Lincoln. That's not. Mm. That's World War II, I think. Oh, yeah, I'm bad with battles. I'm bad with battles. Oh, Hamburger here we Hill, go. I know. Hamburger Hill, Falcons. Is why. Yeah. Did you see the Jeff Saturday press conference? No, did not. He's just, he's just very gung ho. <laughs> he's. He's, I mean, he's very confident in himself. And if, if it took supreme confidence to get through this, he might do great. But, uh, I mean, they are not. I, I did read that it was the first. Another reception uh, point. Eh? Really? Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> oh, You're like at least a good five seconds ahead. And I got on the laptop, too. And my laptop's actually ahead of my TV. Cool. That's Man, brutal. So you got to go for two if you when you score the eventual touchdown to tie it up or to beat down one, I should say. I Man, I know it's raining, but three missed extra points. Jesus. And the Panthers just will not put the game away as predicted. They just let the Falcons, the Falcons go 97 yards in the rain in two minutes and 22 seconds. That's all you need to know. Some teams just. Figure out ways to lose. I can't imagine uh, having. I just. I know we talked about this the other day, but I just. It, the more I've thought about it, the more it boggles my mind. You pull a guy cold off the street, crazy. to coach your team. Yeah, uh, well, I was just about to say he's the first guy with no coaching experience to get a head coaching job in the NFL since Norm Van Brocklin in 1961. I think I have that right. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was Norm Brand no, Van Brocklin with the Eagles, 1961. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, no, yeah, that's that's correct. This would be an insane move if it happened during the offseason. Yeah, I mean, and you is. saw Jeff Saturday just tweeted a couple weeks ago, like the Raiders look horrible. Now he's got a coach <laughs> against them. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, talk about built-in board material. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's going to matter with the Raiders, but <laughs> yeah, it's just not. Uh... I mean, I mean, but I mean, he was an ESPN analyst, so he had every right to say that. Who cares? Of course, yeah. No, the Raiders but, uh, have looked horrible most take, of the year, right? But now that he's on the other side, they could just find that, put it up, and they're like, "Oh, this fucking guy thinks he can come out out of the broadcast booth and uh, play in the big leagues." Like, I don't think so. Oh, I know, man. They were showing. I was watching something on ESPN during the week. It was him and uh, Mad Dog and like Stephen A. joking around. It's like, oh, this guy's coaching us. Football team, <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why owner front offices owners think it's a good idea to. It does. It, it's well, mind boggling. There's one guy who could pull it off. It's Ursa. We know that, but 
I heard uh, what's his name, Lombardi, Michael Lombardi. Yeah, he was like going bananas about it. He he was no piss beside himself. Yeah, he's like, how do you do this? Uh, you know, you bring you have all these people who are qualified, and it's an it's an insult to the position. Like, well, you know, you, you're not going to just get by on grit here. You're not going to get by on because like, as oh Jeff Saturday, he, he's like cause in his press conference, he was like, I played with. Peyton Manning, I play with all these, you know, I play with I play with a bunch of Hall of Famers. He's like, you won one Super Bowl with the greatest quarterback of all time. And that's what you had to say. Uh, you know, you, you that's not success. <laughs> it's like he was yeah. killing him, man. He was killing him. But hey, I don't know. It's uh I just can't and how did that how does that even go down? Did Ursa just call him? Hey Jeff, you want the job? I probably, yeah. I might. I don't know who's doing who a favor here. I don't know if Jeff Saturday's doing him a favor or, or Ursay's doing him or Ursay's doing a Saturday a favor. I have no idea. I don't know if they're. Texting. I mean, like this is like I don't know what's going on. I mean, devil's advocate. Team stinks. Probably not going anywhere this year. Who cares who coaches the final ten games? Maybe you find lightning in a bottle. Doubtful. Yes. But maybe. Right. That's the one way to look at it. That's all I got. I, I don't know why you would. And Frank, I don't know if I mentioned this last show, but Frank Wright, clear cut, easy, easy landing spot for him. Jacksonville, go work for Peterson, mm. fix Trevor Lawrence, be his OC. Those guys have won a Super Bowl before. That's where he should go. No idea who their OC is. I don't want to fire the guy. But Oh, almost pick six. I don't want to fire the guy, but – uh. That would make sense. I mean, like it's just like Hugh Jackson was the coach for years. Mm, couldn't figure, it, couldn't figure it out. Like and, and like, I don't know. Preparing all off season, still basically a joke. I mean, worse. He's, he's meant to be worse than he probably really was because you know a show with the Browns, but it's like. Here's a guy who knew he had a job, was had been a coach, had been a coordinator, and done things to you know to work his way up, and just was atrocious. And what about the guy who got passed over? I know yeah, their I, offensive coordinator got fired. Yeah, it was this so a John, he was gone. John Fox, the D coordinator there. Is he the D coordinator? Is it is it John Fox there? I don't know. That's kind of that guy. He's been to two Super Bowls, John Fox. Indianapolis Colts defensive coordinator is Gus Bradley. Well, that is John Fox. Gus Bradley wasn't he the coach? John Fox. Oh no, he was the Jaguars coach, Gus Bradley. I'm pretty sure John Fox with that organization, though, no? I have no idea. But I can understand that line to make Gus Bradley head coach, I guess. <laughs> you don't want the Jaguar stench. He is Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I, 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 I don't I don't see how it works out. John, I don't see how Jeff Saturday John Fox is their senior defensive assistant. 
Where the fuck? Yeah, it would make more sense for John Fox to take over. I mean, Jeff Saturday. When did they announce this? Over the weekend? Monday? When did Frank yeah, Ray got fired? Monday, right? Yeah, Monday. Yeah. I mean, Jeff Saturday has to come in now, and he has to cram for a final exam. Oh man, I mean, I, I want that that game. I can't wait for that game. It's, 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 this is a this is a once in a lifetime situation here, and it does add some juice to two shit teams playing. Yeah, you know what? The four o'clocks are very interesting. There's only uh, three four o'clocks, so Dallas Green Bay obviously is is a dud. I mean, just based on Green Bay, that you know that yeah, it's just we're not we're I'm just kind of like tired of seeing Rodgers pouting and shit. But Indy Vegas has that storyline with Saturday being new. I don't know what you want to call him, new new kid on the block, whatever. Just kind of trying to find his way through an NFL game for the first time. And then Arizona and the Rams. Well, I don't think it's going to happen. There's like this outside chance that we have Colt McCoy versus uh, John Wolford. <laughs> if if Kyler oh, was Kyler play, hurt, yeah, I, I think he's he's I think he's going to play, but. He was on the injured. I don't think you, I don't think you practiced today. Stafford um, not, probably not playing. Stafford has a uh, concussion, yeah, or he's in concussion protocol. Right. So yeah, if, uh, could, that could be a lot of fun um, if those guys are were playing. But yeah, a little 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 juice in the four o'clock there. Right? Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to see Colts Raiders. I'm going to be coming back from the game, so I'm going to yeah. try. Won't be able to lock in. All right. When are you flying out? Saturday. Flying out Saturday, coming back. It looks like Thursday. Okay. All right. What um I will work on our schedule later on, whatever. You just let me know. Um It's probably gonna I'm probably not gonna be able to go until Thursday. All right. Monday I'm gonna be on the road and that that yeah. and then I'll do it for the Atlanta Falcons. So that's a wrap. Um. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, was I was going to say something? I was ask you a question. Um, not show related. All right, no big deal. We'll figure it out. All right. So for our picks last weekend, you fell back down to earth a little bit. We both had a tie. Uh, you went o two and one. I was two o and one. Still very tight in, in the head to head. You're 14, 12, and one in the season. I'm 15, 11, and one heading into week 10. It's interesting now because we have week 10, week 11, Thanksgiving. That's like the, the midweek. You got to pick three, got to pick those three games. The midweek. That's yeah, very hard. It's amazing. Um, Most dangerous week in gambling. We'll get to that in a couple of weeks why it is, but it is. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, it, it, it heats up a little bit here, and then you're into December. So, yeah, I'm gonna uh, say it's the second opening day, Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. No, you're absolutely right. Second opening day, week 10, it's here. Still in a little bit of limbo stage, holiday season isn't quite here, but it's second opening day. Yeah, all right, I'll flip it. You call it in the air, all right? All right, heads. <laughs> It is a head. It's always, it's always heads. This, this is a, there are two sides to this coin, by the way. Just that isn't like a double sider. Uh, All right, I'm going. I'm going first because I have I have a game that I love. 
Okay. I have a game that I absolutely love. It is going to be 39 degrees at kickoff in Pittsburgh on Sunday. And I don't care who's on the field for Pittsburgh, who's playing quarterback, if T.J. Watt plays or not, who's hurt, who's not. You can't let a team from New Orleans down south in a dome come into your building and beat you when the when the temperature's under 40. You know, you're going to be seeing your breath maybe. I don't know. But it's going to be cold, okay? It's not going to be freezing temperatures, but it's going to be cold. You can't let Andy Dalton – I don't care if it's not prime time, but you can't let Andy Dalton come in there and beat you. You're a, what, two-and-a-half-point favorite? I don't have the spreads. Two-and-a-half, yep. Two-and-a-half or two-and-a-half-point underdog? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of insulting. Kind of insulting that you're two-and-a-half-point underdog in your building. Yeah, you're two-and-six, but you're playing the three-and-six Saints. Steelers cover, Steelers win, pick number one, Pittsburgh getting two-and-a-half. Man, that needed – yeah, it really needs some music behind it. That's the two inches in front of your face. That was really that was a pump up speech for the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, um, all right. My first game. I feel like I'm going to be very chalky this week. Uh, my first game. I, I don't know. Are people actually turned around on, on Denver a little bit? Are people actually believing in Denver a little bit? They go into Tennessee. Tennessee is a three point favorite, and I feel like Tennessee's hitting a little bit of a stride now. They are, uh, they're uh, they're not back to like being the class of the league necessarily, like a number one seed. But they are showing why 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 Vrabel's a great coach. They're showing what Henry can do. There, he's been highlighted the past few weeks. He looks phenomenal. Um, and they show that they could win with anybody under center. So I, I just a three point favorite at home against Denver. I that to me that's like one of those. I need a win. Let's pick up that win. Give me Tennessee minus three at home. I don't. So I don't have any kind of inspirational speeches. This is just business as usual. Tennessee minus three. Okay. Had Tennessee written down. I'm not going to join it though. I did not have it as a joint. Pittsburgh, I would have jointed. Tennessee was. Uh, yeah. I, it's a fishy line. Denver hasn't shown me anything to make me think. They're gonna win this game on the road. Come on, man! And just Tannehill co- might play. Tannehill looks like he's playing. And just a coaching matchup alone, just it's a coaching mismatch. Oh, it's a brutal. It's at least three points on the sidelines. <laughs> All right, pick number two. Uh, we're going to London. I know it's the games in Germany, but nine thirty start time is a London game. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. It's been said. It's been deemed uh, a London. Nine thirty. Yeah, it's a London game. Okay. It's uh, what's it? Munich. Whatever. In Munich. Yeah. Maybe the last time I'm doing this, I got burned with it last week. I'm going back to the well. I'm picking against Seattle. I am laying. I have two and a half here with Tampa. Is that correct? Two and a half. Yep. has two and a half. Yep. All right. Could be could be a sucker line. Thinking all I need is three points. 
But, you know, Brady, you know, he'll probably go over there, do his shady shit with Germany, get a few shots, a few shots in. Not won't be the won't be Moderna or Pfizer, I'll tell you that. He's getting the real shit. <laughs> um and uh, you know, I keep waiting for Seattle to come back down to earth a little bit. Maybe they're just, you know, distracted this week with Oz the Mentalist, who knows? Um but uh I I think I mean you just you saw it. Tampa's licking their chops, man. They they saw this game tonight. Like, they're going to win this division. Even if they lose this game, they're going to win this division. Atlanta sucks. They're about to fold to four and six. New Orleans, I just talked about, they stink. Carolina stinks. Like Tampa's going to win this division. I think Tampa's going to have a little bit of a boost now, knowing that they can go out there and kind of figure it out. I, I think they're going to beat Seattle. Um, I expect it to be ugly. Even last week, like Tampa didn't deserve to beat the Rams, and the Rams suck. But I think uh, I think Brady makes enough plays. I think Tampa wins this game by a touchdown. So pick number two, Bucks minus two and a half. Yeah, like I like it's tough to pick the overseas game, but uh, yeah, I feel like see we've been waiting for Seattle to come back down to earth, have a little kind of uh, evening come up out. And- Let's see how this is. eat their come eat their comeuppance, <laughs> chocolate chip comeuppance. Uh, yeah, so I think that's a good good pick there. Uh, let's see what's next. Yeah, I'm having. I want to pick a dog. I don't think I'm going to pick a dog this week. Uh, another. Hey, you you want to talk cold weather games? You're going to tell me. You're going to tell me that Jared Goff is going to go in Chicago in the cold weather. He's a warm weather guy, right? He's from the West Coast. He's going to go into Chicago. This might this might be the game where Chicago shows us the the real future. I mean, we've seen with an actual win, we've seen what Fields can do. The past few weeks has been a showcase, and the same way that Tennessee has been showcasing Henry, Chicago's been showcasing Fields. He's looked phenomenal on the ground. They're using him um, in a way that he can be used and be successful. Uh, Detroit goes in there. Not gonna be great weather. Maybe that's not great for. I don't know. I think it'll be fine. It's not gonna be like a snowstorm or anything. But I just don't see Jared Goff as a cold weather quarterback. Um, is that gonna be detrimental towards Fields running? Maybe. As if it's wet, I don't think it's gonna be wet necessarily. Uh, I think it's maybe some points on the board here. I think they both these teams put points on the board. Chicago's a three point favorite at home. Ballsy to go with a team that's not very good. Um, Giving three points here, but I'm taking Chicago minus three against those pesky Lions. All right. Bears laying three. I've had a lot of restraint with this team because the public has been fooled by this team for weeks. But you want to talk about cold weather? We'll stick with cold weather. (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be cold. It's going to be cold in Green Bay this week. Ooh. And the Packers are banged up. Lazard's got a shoulder. Rodgers has something. Pinky, hand, I don't know. Mentalist. Yeah. Rodgers needs a mental skills coach in the worst way. I got but I don't, know, I don't know if I'm ever going to get better value with Green Bay at home right now. Then I am getting five points. Do I have that right? Five, yep. 
getting five at home against a Dallas team that have they really been tested? Dak comes back. He gets two cupcakes with the Bears and Lions, who are improved teams, kind of, but they were at home. Now you're going into Green Bay. When Green Bay's dead, we know Lambeau, the Mystique, is dead. We're talking about Dallas here. Dome team, Texas, going up to Green Bay. Let's get a weather report right now. So it's going to be a three, <laughs> oh, three, a three o'clock local time. It must be Listen, the second opening day. Looking at weather reports in Green Bay, baby. Hey, we started the show talking weather. We're going to end it talking weather. Green Bay weather on Sunday is high of 37. It's going to be cold. Three o'clock, it's going to be a 36 degrees at a kickoff. Mm. By the time this game ends, it's going to be freezing temperatures, 30 degrees. I mean, if you have any pride, Green Bay, any pride, lose the game by five or less. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, I, this, this has the makings of a little bit of a letdown spot. For, I know they're coming off a bye, but this is a typical like Dallas lays an egg. I'm not, I don't even like Green Bay as much in this game as I just don't trust Dallas. Uh, so we want to, this is the comeback down to earth week. Seattle, Dallas. Uh, so Green Bay getting Green Bay getting five. Yeah, I hear where you're coming from. The logic makes sense. I just I cannot get behind. I like Dallas. I like Dallas and cold because it's a deep their defense and running. So that's that translates into the cold and Green Bay just. I mean, Rodgers made some bad throws against a bad team last week. I can't do that shit against the Cowboys' defense. Um, they don't know how to use their own running backs. It's uh, I'd be scared. I'd be scared to put my name as to Green Bay, but it's there. It's an ink now. So he wants to stick it to McCarthy. Yeah, that might the, the homecoming and stuff. That might be uh, whatever he want. He wanted to. Beat Detroit last week. You couldn't figure it out. So whatever. Just what he wants. He was looking ahead to McCarthy. All right. Fair enough. Public's been pounding the Packers for weeks now, and now they're finally off them. Now I'm pouncing. Um. All right. Don't know what to do with Buffalo because I don't know if Josh Allen is playing, but look out for Minnesota in that game. If I'm gonna uh, say he doesn't. I'm gonna say he doesn't play. Doesn't look like he's going to. But the spread tells me he's not playing. Yeah, all being, the way down to three and a half. Oh, it's with the three and a half now. Yeah, he's not playing. They don't expect him to play. Um, Billy, a big, a big uh, favorite on Monday night. You like Washington there? San Francisco touchdown favoring over the Chargers on Sunday night. But I am going with uh, another big favorite. Again, just trying to pick up my W's here. Kansas City is nine and a half point favorites. Jacksonville's going to town. I just I can't stand Jacksonville. I will I I I look at the board. I look to see what who Jacksonville's playing, what the what the spread is, and I want to pick against them every week. Um, I hate them. Kansas City's coming off a tough win, a tough uh, a tough win last week against Tennessee, uh, where they were tested and couldn't couldn't do usual Kansas City things. I feel like now things are going to open up a little bit more. It's a home game. Against a terrible team, they're gonna put on a little bit of a show here. They're nine and a half point favorites. Win it by two touchdowns at least. Give me Kansas City against Jacksonville, nine and a half points. Yeah, that's one where the gambling brain tells you Jacksonville is the is the play. But uh, to me, that's a lay it or don't play it. You either you either bet Kansas City or you don't bet yeah. the game at all. 
Oh my! Can you I, I, can you imagine putting money down and hoping that Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville covered nine, and all of a sudden Kansas City's up twenty-one nothing. It's the end of the first quarter, and you're like, "Oh, this is what am I going? How am I going?" You just hope that Kansas City takes a foot off the off the brakes at that point. Right. It's it's the contrarian. It's the contrarian of all contrarian plays. If you take Jacksonville and they hang in there and cover, or dare I say, they win, you look like a genius. But yeah, it's it's there's a lot of different scenarios where it plays out that Mahomes throat's five touchdowns and he, and he like buries you. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean I, I would have to uh I would have to go if I'm betting that game I'm taking KC. What do you have the Vegas spread at? I'm seeing it at four and a half. Oh wow okay. I got six but this is from earlier so I, I just went on odd shark uh four and a half I mean, how I mean, do you handicap? How do you handicap that game? I mean, I think you have to take Vegas if you if you touch that game at all. I think you, I think you're an idiot if you take Indy just because of the situation there. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, to me, the the Raiders blew a 17 point lead to the Jaguars. Like, uh, to me, the Raiders are in like Jaguar territory now. So you think? Well, that's very true. But do you think like Jeff Saturday figure like gets blown out in the first half, then figures out coaching in the second half, and it's like, oh, okay, now I know what to do. I mean, I assume he's just going to hand over to his coordinators to let him. Yeah, run, but he's there to make decisions. You know, timeouts, go for it on fourth down. Yep, that kind of crap. Challenge. I don't. I'm actually leaning Colts, which is. I'm not. I would. I would not Damn bet man. this game. I'm not. I would not no advise betting this game. No, no, no. This is you stay away unless you're a serious degenerate. I mean, there's only three, four o'clock games, so. <laughs> and this is as interesting as it gets. And, and be- one of them, one of them might be two backup quarterbacks. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe you should be invested in this one just because it'll be as interesting as it gets. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I lean Colts, but not. It's not convincingly. No conviction behind that pick. Uh, Giants return to action after the bye. Six and a half point favorites at home against Houston. But, well, that one got it's getting a little scary because it's down to four and a half. Oh man, yeah, I don't like. I don't like the Giants coming off the bye. I don't like Houston against anybody. I don't like the Giants as a it's four and a half. I don't like the Giants as a big four and a half. I'd be more inclined to lean New York, but. Doesn't Houston feel like a team that one of these weeks is just going to fucking put it all together and play an awesome game? It's either it, well. The other thing is, it feels <laughs> like they're going to they're going to just fall apart too. It could be it could go either way. I, I agree. I mean, they well, have, I think most uh, of their season is going to be falling apart. But I, Davis Mills has actually shown signs of life that I feel like one of these weeks he's going to pull one out of his ass. And yeah. like, I don't know. It could be. I I don't. I'm not there where I would take the text in this game, but. I just feel like that Houston's going to play a big game at yeah, some point they, and shock somebody. They have a stud running back. Um, yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. Houston terrifies me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if putting all together is what they're going to do, but they're, they'll they'll surprise somebody down the stretch here for sure. Davis Mills will have a game where he throws like three touchdowns. Yeah. 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 No, he's, it's him and like Taylor Heineke. Like those guys, they just find a way once in a while to do something that, uh, that you're like, shit, I wish I'd. Wish I knew it. Who's gonna do it this week? Yeah. 
Um, and it could be, could very well be this. Expect, yeah, Giants coming off a bye underestimate. But we talked about this before the bye. They've got to win this game. Have to. Um, what else we got? Uh, Miami, four and a half. That's the one you're going to be at. Or four-point favorites against Cleveland. That's another one scary down to three and a half now, even though money's on Miami. So I'm just I'm thinking maybe sharp money's on Cleveland. The pros are on Cleveland, and the Dolphins defense has just banged up. It's been atrocious. So that's that. Uh Tua might be the MVP though. Harry Kill might be the MVP. <laughs> um Yeah, we got less than a minute. If anything you want to say before uh, you cut yourself off for vacation? Uh, I think we just about touched every game. Sunday night game feels like too many points, but yeah, I think I, I would agree. go San Fran because it feels like too many points. <laughs> Fade my brain. There you go. Uh, no, thanks everyone tuning in. It looks like we'll be back probably in a week uh, with week 11 picks. We'll be a Two weeks till Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. creeping up. Uh, but thanks right everybody for uh, thanks everybody for listening, and we'll uh, check in on you next week. Safe trip, man. Talk to you later, man. All right, thanks.